I'm looking forward to Guy not being on the show anymore. Could you not wait? <laughs> I mean, literally, it's going to take 10 minutes, and you had to eat one damn nacho. You're going to take 10 minutes to say that one thing? No, <laughs> 10 minutes to finish. I'll go around and you have it seemed really good. It like a good, the opportune moment. Moment. No, man. You're moment. dead to me. <laughs> hey, welcome to Sauce on Beer, Bourbon Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. And this is our special 2018, beginning of 2019 episode, and we're happy you've come to join us. I'm here with three of my favorite people. Alex, what's up? Hi. Roger. Hello. And Scotch Guy. Hello. Thanks, guys, for uh, coming to hang out tonight and uh, drinking some whiskey and talking about 2019, talking about 2018. You're Um, welcome. Alex, you're a little under the weather. I feel like I was last year, too. I feel like you're always under the weather, so you need to drink more whiskey. You're right. I'm going to get on that right now, actually. Um, gentlemen, thanks again for coming, though. So we're going to talk about 2018, the top five things that we did in 2018 with beer, bourbon, and barbecue. Um, we each came up with our own list. Nobody knows what's on each other's list. And we're going to kind of see... What similarities we have, what differences we have, and kind of go from there. So this is a blind listing. This is yes. a blind listing. I like that. Thank you. So who wants to get us started tonight? Uh, so my number five is, um, so this was my my low man on the totem pole, but none of these are, none of them are bad things. And I think we should say that about all these. Like it was hard to come up with just five awesome yeah. things for yeah. beer burn barbecue. Oh yeah. There's so many. I mean, it's such a cool um it's such a cool world of uh, all of them. I mean, the whiskey community, the barbecue and foodie community, especially in St. Louis. Um and uh yeah, in the in the beer industry too is just such a it's such a neat thing right now. Um that it, it was, and we've all done so much of it together. It's a lot of good memories, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good uh, consumables. I don't know what you'd call all of them. We're uh, not eating marijuana. What? Consumables, edibles. Those are edibles. <laughs> consumables would be like yeah. anything you can consume. I think your mind. I think your mind somewhere else today. Edibles Alex. are definitely of the of the marijuana. It's marijuana. medical edibles. Be clear. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. <laughs> anyway, my number five is um, I worked briefly for a uh, um, for a microbrewery here in St. Louis called Six Mile Bridge, and that is my number five. It was uh, it was really awesome, and I loved working there, and the beer was really good, and I it kind of was a game changer for how I drink. Um, and taste a lot of different beers. Uh, I didn't work there for a super long time, but the people were really great. Um, I don't know. It was just it was neat. You, I learned a lot about the industry, and uh, I learned a lot about tasting and uh, just how a bar works. And um, that was one of my probably one of my favorite things in the because I couldn't. I was trying to think, man, I should just pick one beer. And the top of my 
beer list was like one or two six mile bridge beers. Um, I mean that Marauder was incredible. The Marauder was up there, and we've all kind of decided that we don't really like barrel aged beers, and that was up there for me. Yeah, um, that was a really good one. The uh, Maple Cinnamon Stout. The Cinnamon Maple Stout, which yeah. they're now canning. Um, I, well, you can get that, that in good. Schnooks and uh, uh, select. Like I got, I got. They have it at a Wine and Cheese Place and Total Wines and stuff. Um, they're their Hefeweizen is still one of my favorite all-time beers. It's just really good. Um, so that was that was my number five. I I really enjoyed it, and I uh, you know I didn't work there for a super long time, but it was nice. So, so Alex, we're gonna move on to you. Thank you. Um, for my number five, I I wanted to do a beer and a bourbon and a barbecue. All in one? Uh, all in one. No, not all in one. At least one of each of them on my top five. Um, my number five, I'm going to go with beer because while we've had some good beer this year, this wasn't a real beer-focused year for me. Um, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with this one because it was a bit of a dark horse. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did, um, especially since I can kind of uh, unfairly hate on big name stuff sometimes but my number five pick is the budweiser jim beam collaboration i don't remember what they called it exactly do you guys the the copper logger yes yeah i saw that it was a couple months ago and it's not very old um but i got it i was looking for something new it was kind of dark and i've been liking dark beers more and it was really good it had a great flavor um really good for the price um, you can get a six pack for like nine bucks um enjoyed that a lot it was sweet and, and had a good finish um again kind of surprised since i'm not a huge fan of either budweiser some jim beam products just not their more mainstay products it took budweiser and took it to another level like i yes. mean budweiser i mean we've all we're all st louis boys i mean yeah. we grew up here I feel like Budweiser is just that beer that, you know, we all probably tried early on. and <laughs> Definitely a starter. You yeah. Start with yeah. <laughs> Definitely and a starter. It just, I feel like it's just a beer, like when I'm out on the golf course or I'm cutting the grass, or, you know, I can drink a few of them and it's like, okay. Yeah. That's good. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But putting the two together, um, they were really good. So that's my number five. Cool. Roger. So my number five, um, I know I say this a lot, but... Kind of being new to to this, uh, well, mainly the whiskey, but being new to this, uh, something that I've been getting into a little bit more as of late in the year is uh, whiskey hunting. Um, I never really too much thought about it, especially just trying to get the, you know, I started off trying to get the baseline, you know, Buffalo Trace, you know, j- just the... You wanted to fill the, the flagship. Yeah, 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 so... You know, been doing that, obviously, and still, you know, have more to, to do with that. But just really, uh, you know, especially talking to Kevin and kind of figuring out how they, uh, how places do store picks and, you know, like kind of how that stuff works. And, you know, a lot of Fridays, you know, things will come out on Fridays and j- just stuff that I never really thought about as far as that aspect of it has been uh, kind of interesting. And, you know, just kind of trying to get my feet wet and, and seeing what I can find out in the wild. And so that's been something that's. I just wasn't really thinking about until literally like probably like a month ago, I was really started thinking about how, uh, you know, what you can find out there and kind of how, 
tactical and strategic you have to be with those with those kind of things and really networking with people to kind of you know make those things easier so it's been really uh it's been pretty interesting to see you hanging out with dale yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that brings up a really a really good point that's something i think that we've all probably started developing this year is like like kevin sent us a picture of uh in our group chat of a bunch of different uh, whiskeys. Like, a, there's a, a local shop that's probably about 30 or 40 minutes away that had Eagle Rare for 30. What was it? 35 bucks. 35 bucks. Like, which here in St. Louis is like a steal. Yeah, I mean, like, exactly. And and they had like 15 bottles of Stag Junior for like 17. And I had a buddy that just or 70. Sorry, <laughs> no. Stag Junior for 17 dollars. Go get that right now. I would have bought every single <laughs> bottle. <laughs> like I had a uh, my, my my friend Michael Cutler who I don't know how his Captain not, Cutler he's yeah Captain Cutler he's still not been on the show we need to get him on um, he's uh he <clears throat> called me the other day and was like dude I just passed on a bottle of Oban fourteen for like sixty five bucks he was up in Nebraska they were at a liquor shop and they just were poking their heads in and they just I mean that's a ninety five dollar bottle eighty five dollars like that was that was a great deal so they get that trash up there too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We're we're gonna turn Kevin into a Scotch guy into the, and in twenty twenty nineteen. That's your goal for twenty. That's my goal. That's my New Year's resolution across the board. I wonder uh, your strategy for that. What steps are you gonna take? I'm gonna destroy all of his bourbon and replace it on a credit card. He's gonna slowly scotch. take one of my favorite bottles and just pour a drop of scotch into it until that might I work. Don't even know. It's like <laughs> how you get idea. acclimated to poison so exactly. you can't die from poison. Exactly. And all of a sudden he's just gonna be like, Man, I really miss that like it's gonna be this horrible shitty Scott bur- Scotch bourbon blend that Kevin just loves. And Guys, so this is so good. Let Where me, do I get? Let this? me. You all need to try this version of Buffalo Trace it's Scottish <laughs> bourbon. It's so good. The store pick is so smoky and peaty. What do, I don't it know tastes what like dirt. <laughs> Roger, has there been a bottle that you've enjoyed hunting this year? Well. So I've been looking for a lot of uh, wheelers. Wheelers? Yeah. A lot of I wheelers? Mean, You've been looking for some wheelers. <laughs> I've been looking for a lot of wellers. <laughs> so that's what I've been looking for. I've been trying to hunt for. But, uh, our, well, in the Russell, River, uh, Russell Reserve single barrel, but that's not really. I mean, you can find that pretty. you got to get find some uh, picks. Yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's the thing. That's what I've been really trying to get into. Okay. Anybody else find anything good hunting this year? I my, yeah, no one cares. <laughs> I it's actually on my list, so I'll talk about it. All right, all right, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. I need to try and hunt more this this coming year. You moved. I mean, like you. There was you a have lot a very of good shit excuse. that happened this year. You have a very good excuse. Thank you. I have a very good excuse to drink. Yes. So yeah, we need, need to do to more. Twenty nineteen. That goal. To drink away 2018. <laughs> so I guess. So dark. <laughs> so real. We're about to get super gritty, guys. Me and Alex decided we're going to be very philosophical on this episode and just. Yeah. I use the word dramatic, but I like philosophical. Yeah. It's the intelligent man's drama. <laughs> I eat bullshit. I was going to say that. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. Kevin, what's your number five? So my number five is getting my new smoker. 
That was huge for this year. It's a beautiful uh, smoker. It's gorgeous. I mean, I've wanted a new smoker for I don't even know how long. What smoker is it? I got the Old Country Pecos. Okay. So it's an offset stick burner. Um, it's massive. I can do two full turkeys on it and some bratwurst, as I found out for uh, one of our episodes. I was doing the Thanksgiving turkeys. It's incredible. I love it. Uh, I mean, it's it's super well-constructed. It's just... It's going to last me. It's going to probably be my smoker I have for the next 20 years. Is it nice and tight? It is nice and tight. Don't ever make that hand gesture again. <laughs> you look I don't like... know what, the... <laughs> what did that mean. Made me uncomfortable. It just together real nice. <laughs> Stop it. All right. So, Guy, let's jump over to you. Uh, number four. So, my number four uh, was... Um, homemade burgers. Alex turned me on a lot to this, and uh, it's basically just yeah, just using a food processor um, to blend meats that you like together and making homemade burger patties. And just with a simple salt and pepper on them, like, dude, it seriously, I can't. We, we were talking about. I had him over the other day, and we were talking about we were making burgers, and uh, we were. I was like, dude, I can't imagine like. It's not any more expensive to do it this way, and it takes a little bit longer. I enjoy it more. It feels like I'm making something from scratch because you are, um, yeah. you know, just with get buy a chuck steak and uh, blend it with whatever kind of meat. Usually, you know, some type of hamburger or something, or you could just you could just do chuck steak. Thin patties are thick. What do you? What do you? I like thicker patties. Okay. Uh, we tried to do um, thin like. Uh, Diner style patties when we That's were. You got to have a burger. flat top to do that. I feel. Yeah, like. I did it. Did I you? did it. I think the mix of the meat was bad. It wasn't fatty enough because they didn't hold together very well. I was going to ask that. Is there a certain kind of fat content you guys do? So or we you add any fat to it. So we actually just did. Um, so I got a deer this. I got two deer this year, and um, I did one portion of venison, one smaller portion of bacon. And then uh, equal portion of chuck to the venison, and um, I made burgers. And then I just made some burgers with just the venison and just the bacon. And uh, man, they were both—they just turned out insanely good. Um, They—I—I couldn't—I there was nothing I would change about how I did it. It was—I liked—I think I liked the venison a little bit more. They held together super well. They didn't burn super quickly. Um, the venison ones cooked faster, uh, than the ones, than the chuck steak, than the ones with the chuck. But honestly, yeah, I think the bacon probably helped a lot. Um, it was, we use like butcher bacon, you know, like so the thick cut. Yeah. Thick slice. I got it from Deerberg's. It wasn't even, it wasn't great bacon. Honestly, you can get better. But I mean, if you're blending it, I mean, it, you're okay with that. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't, but you could get thicker bacon for less at aldi okay. honestly um i should have just got aldi but i was at deerberg's looking for chuck steak and uh and i just grabbed some because i was in a hurry and they i mean i still have some left i ate i ate two today like just with lunch i mean they weren't huge they're they were just really good i didn't have to add anything to them just salt and pepper so that's my that's my number four do y'all remember the movie Kid in King Arthur's Court? Yes. Where he makes that burger for that girl. I don't remember that. Okay, so like 
long story short, if you don't remember, kid falls into a time warp. He ends up in King Arthur's court, and he's like still remembers the future and all that kind of stuff. Well, he likes this girl, and he makes a burger for her. And there's a scene like where he's cutting the bread and it's like fresh cheese and all that. And like that burger has just always been ingrained in my mind that I want to make <laughs> the most perfect burger and all that to replicate that. Next episode. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you first Kevin started and King that, Arthur's Court. When you first started that sentence off, I thought you were gonna say, Have you guys ever seen Good Burger? <laughs> oh. I don't know why, but that's <laughs> for some Ed's reason secret sauce. I thought oh, you guys were gonna, I you were gonna say that. Home of the Good Burger, dude. welcome to Good because Burger. Because we're all dudes, hey. <laughs> that is actually one of my favorite movies. I love that movie, yes. All right. Enough talk of Good Burger and Ed's secret sauce. Alex, what's your number four? All right, so my number four, I'm going to move on to barbecue. And I, I said at the beginning of this year, and we have proof, we recorded it, that I wanted to make this year about barbecue, learning more about barbecue, trying more, eating more. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. I, I enjoyed agree. a lot of good barbecue. Uh, one of the things I decided to do whenever we would go to a new barbecue place is I wanted to try their brisket. I kind of made that my standard for, for judging them just because that seems to be the the mainstay, like the 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 um, the high goal of barbecue is can you make a good brisket? And that's just what I've enjoyed the most. And so that 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 is my number four is trying brisket. I would get it. I would try to play no sauce, just totally by itself. Um, and I had some really good brisket this year. I think did that's you, a make and break of a barbecue joint is mm-hmm. their brisket. Did you cook any brisket this year? I've not yet cooked any. That's that's one of my biggest failures for the year. It, it's it's scary though to like it's, buy a whole brisket so and, and just, cook it and it's, we talked to Jim about that too like yeah. to invest that much money in something and time and energy and, and then to screw it mm-hmm. up oh, like yeah. well because it's not just the cost of the brisket which is pretty high even if you're getting a cheap one you have to buy a ton of wood like the fuel for it too like that cooks for 10 12 15 hours depending on big yeah you, like you're not really gonna know if if it's messed up to the end too like I mean, you might have some kind of subtle tells, but, you know, you're not going to just stop it. You're going to let it ride. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then you're going to have to wait the 12 to 15 hours to find out. Like, and you're going to know when you got to wrap it. I mean, like, it just there's so much. I'd rather just stick with my pork butt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I did. I practiced, and I'll talk about this more later. I practiced on a lot of different things. I smoked almost everything but brisket. And both my dad and my father-in-law got into barbecuing this year, too, thanks to me. And they've both smoked brisket, and I've kind of used them as guinea pigs, telling them to do different things to see what would happen. So I think I'm ready. Um, but number four, eating brisket. How'd John's brisket turn out? Did I, you get to try any of that? I did not, but he said it was really good. Yeah, dude. It the, looked beautiful, the, though. The chicken that they smoked with it mm. was the, not brown. I was My mom told me it wasn't brined. It was the juiciest chicken I have ever had in my life like and i had it the next day cold like i ate like a probably a hand a fistful of it just cold because it was so good she just used salt and pepper um and uh and then they wrapped it and with like one or two sticks of butter and it was like i don't it was the best chicken i've ever had there is something about cooking chicken off indirect heat that is just like it blows my mind smoking chicken 
Like I started doing chicken halves rather than do like the full chicken breast because I can get them cheaper. Um, and it's just so much better. Yeah. Well, the bones are going to give it more flavor cooking it. Yeah. The, yeah. On the carcass. And always. you can make a good stock out of those bones. Oh, exactly. yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Quick, <laughs> quick side story. The, over Thanksgiving, I saw um, I saw this person post on a Facebook swap that uh, they had they just posted in their local group that they had uh, that they had turkey carcasses. They're like, does anyone want this? That's my story. That's it. I'm just gonna leave it there. My dad threw the turkey carcasses outside, and he had two hawks fighting over them. That's great. It was awesome. Yeah. Like they were fighting. Like, did you record it? No. Shit. I don't believe it. Yeah, I'll have Picture to see. It didn't happen. Uh, okay, I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was awesome. All right, Roger, what's your number four? Get your list out. You actually typed up a list yes, for this. I wanted to be as, as official and efficient as I could. <laughs> so my number four is uh, uh, the local craft breweries. I guess for as far as beer for me to drink this year, I've been doing a lot of four hands, a lot of Schlafly. You know, uh, local St. Louis, also Boulevard, which I know is Kansas City, but I think that's pretty local. Dude, Boulevard's great beer. Which and, uh, it's within the bol- the state border, yeah. so you're good. And so for me, getting into this this whiskey habit mid year, you know, I've realized that it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. So so my beer selections have been a lot. You know, easy to find, a lot more, you know, cost efficient for me personally. And so I've really been enjoying Schlafly Boulevard. Like I said, Four Hands, really been enjoying those kind of beers. Uh, especially once winter hit, you know, I really enjoy stouts and porters and stuff like that. And had a really good uh, stout from Four Hands, Absence of Light, Ooh. which is really good. Dude, that's one of my favorite beers it's, of all time. Yeah. And I so, know a local distillery that has a distilled. Liquid that's really good with absence. Have you tried that? Yes. Are you talking about the presence of darkness? Yes. Is it good? Oh, it's incredible. Oh, I really want to try that. Oh my gosh. I know a guy. You know a guy. <laughs> I want. I want to. We'll get to that I later. That's one of, of my more of this. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so for me, 2018, as far as beer wise, have been like I said, for me, a lot of Schlafly, you know, oatmeal stout, coffee stout, you know, just. Of course, your regular pale ales, IPAs, stuff like that. But I've been really into into those uh, those this year. And it's funny, yours is craft beer because my number four was the St. Louis Brewers Guild, which was in Forest Park this year, which is all the craft breweries getting together and drinking. Um, and that was incredible. I mean, like, I think it was like 45 bucks a ticket, and you just got free beer for three hours in a sample glass. It was awesome. Um, and which led us to our interview with Hopscoer. Um, and hopefully 2019 will lead us to a couple more interviews with a couple breweries. I got to meet Stephen Hale from Schlafly, their head brewer, which was incredibly awesome. Um, the first beer I ever had was a Schlafly Hefeweizen. So I've always had this fondness for Schlafly. So to get to meet him was like, was the coolest thing I've ever had happen. Like, yeah, I mean, relatively speaking to beer burton barbecue kind of thing like that was yeah. just so cool um to try really good beer to try really good stuff it was crazy because i met Lindsay from six mile bridge yeah, yeah. but didn't know it was Lindsay from six mile yeah, bridge at yeah. the time i just was like hey i want to try a sample of your beer and it was delicious i mean 
it was a good time. It was a really good time. So the Brewers Guild and like trying different beers, like you said, Roger, it's it's a way to supplement my enjoyment of drinking. Yeah. That doesn't cost me yeah. you know, twenty five bucks for a decent bottle. Exactly. And what is that again? Um, guild. So the guild I think is June, July. We should all go to that. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Um it's relatively cheap. Yeah, and I mean if you're getting three hours worth bucks, of sample yeah. Yeah, Dreams, and they yeah. have food trucks there and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was a good time. It was a really good time. So, we've gone through the first two. Anybody need a new pour of anything good? I What's do. everyone drinking right now? I've got a private pick. This is actually, I'm very excited about this private pick. It's a Four Roses. Mm. It was done with Al Young, who is like their brand ambassador for the last 50 years. And it's really exciting. Um the guys over at Total Wine and More and Brentwood made this pick, and it's super hot, 126 proof. It's delicious. Holy cow. Yeah. What's the yeast strand? Uh, OBSF. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's got that floralness. Nice. If you're really nice to me, I'll let you try some. Great. If you're really nice. Roger, what are you drinking? Nothing right now. I was drinking the the Total Wine pick of the Knob Creek. 120, age nine years. That's super smooth. It really is. Like, yeah, it was kind of surprising how smooth it was. For a 120 proof. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to try that uh, Stag Junior, though. We'll Ooh. get to that. Alex? So I'm, I'm running on empty, but I did just finish off. I'm still 630s. Is that their double barrel? Yeah, double barrel. Rally point. <clears throat> so it's their rally point, so it's rye. But... What I've noticed with double barrels is it adds so much sweetness, that second barrel, that flavoring. I wouldn't have thought it was a rye as smooth and as sweet as it was. Now, especially again, with, smooth for a 120 proof. Yeah, I would say especially with the, the proof, you would you would just kind of figure that was because of the proof. Right. You wouldn't have thought it was the the rye. Mm, no, great color, very good. Yep, that's what I'm drinking right now is the Still 630 uh, Rally Point uh, double barrel really good i did not it doesn't taste like a rye to me um and it doesn't taste like a 120 proof either so not yeah it's, i think it tastes really good This episode of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue is brought to you by The Restory. For the past few weeks, Alex and I have been working with Davin Shaw, a true Kentucky colonel, and his company, The Restory, to create the perfect accent piece for our man caves. Alex and I have been looking at what we could do to take our passion and love for whiskey and to transform it into some home decor, and Davin was able to take that love and make these amazing lamps. The Restory is a family-owned company that takes old whiskey bottles and transforms them into amazing decor pieces that even your wife will let you have around the house. Right now, Davin and his team are working on some new products, like their Half Moon Barrel Illuminations, which is a great bar topper, floating shelf, or office bar, if you can get away with that. So I encourage you to go to www.therestory.com or check them out on Instagram at the underscore restory. 
that's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y, to check out their amazing products and see about getting a one-of-a-kind whiskey lamb just for you. And as a listener of Sauced on Beer Bourbon Barbecue, Davin and his team have created a special offer code for you to use at checkout. Using the code SAUCED15 will get you 15% off your whiskey lamp. Again, that S-A-U-C-E-D-15 will get you 15% off your whiskey lamp. Make sure you go check out the distillery and help support an amazing small business. Now let's get back to getting sauced. And we're back. We've refilled our glasses, and we're ready to continue our top five of uh, 2018. So, Guy, would you continue us? What is your number three of 2018? So my uh, my number three was actually uh, that episode that we did with uh, Big uh, Big Jim Crichton. Uh, my top my number three was his brisket and burnt ends. I had it just like I had only ever had. Burnt ends, kind of. If you go listen to the episode, like you can kind of just hear my revelation that I had. I had only ever had burnt ends that were just, you know, pan seared and tasted gross, and I hadn't had a lot of them. And Big Jim got that brisket out and cut it the right way, and it absolutely changed my opinion. Um, honestly, on brisket as a whole, and definitely uh, on burnt ends, it just. I, I, yeah, so hire Big Jim for everything that you need barbecue-wise. He's amazing. Yeah. Great dude. Hi, Big Jim. Let's drink scotch and smoke cigars again soon, please. That was a crazy day. That was an amazing day. I was not expecting that. That guy rolled out the the red car. I felt like a king. We just sat on this porch like that was closed in while it was raining and yeah, smoked really, cigars and drank really expensive scotch. And yeah, I actually really enjoyed the rain in the background. I don't know why. But I was like enjoying the the episode, also wanting to take a nap, just from the the, the background. <laughs> so maybe noise. we'll just get a rain machine down. Yeah, it, it, like it really fifth, was nice. Every like third or fourth episode, we should just like find a really nice rain plug-in and just put it in over over the audio, and it'll be everyone will go to sleep. It'll be nice, and then they won't listen to us. Exactly, but we'll get the listens, so it'll okay. say that they listened to us. Okay. So it doesn't matter if they actually heard it. I agree with you. That was a fantastic time. Yeah. I'm I'm sad you two could not have joined us, but I'm too. We'll just have to have him back on. I already yeah. talked to him for 2019. He it. wants to do a collab. Ooh. Maybe we'll do a brisket. Yes. A collab. That a should be Alex's first oh, brisket. Okay. That should be your first brisket. Yes. Dude. All right, Alex. Top three. All right, top five. Number three. And the reason this is my number three is because it's not actually bourbon but my number three pick is one of my favorite whiskeys from the year which is kevin's least favorite whiskey not counting scotch basil hayden's but it's one of their new releases i think it's new it's basil hayden's dark rye so this is basil hayden's mixed with canadian whiskey mixed with port and it's a goofy combination, and it tastes almost as goofy as it sounds. Like it's a very un- it's probably the most it was unique goofy and the most unique tasting whiskey that I've ever had. Going up against, 
it was one of those rides that we did. It it was one of the uh, the lot forty. No, it it was. I think the episode we did with Nate to sound crass. It was the horse whiskey. Do you know what I'm talking about? Will it? No, we Pikesville? have three Willets. No, it was it was it was named after a horse. Oh, that wasn't with Nate. That was the pin hook. Okay. That was from Bourbon Fella. He sent us the samples. Okay. That one that had like that goofy licorice taste to it. Okay. As as far as unique whiskeys go, those are on my list. But Basil Hayden's Dark Rye, super goofy, like buttery but sweet. But it, I I love it a lot, and I know Kevin hates it. Now. Makes me like it even more. But no, yeah. Basil Eaton's Dark Ride. It's really good, really unique. Give it a shot. It's worth it. Roger. So my top five, number three is uh, Smoking Meats More. So, smoking Meat S'mores? That sounds smoke, delicious. Smoking Meat <laughs> Okay. More Next often. Episode, we are going to come up I'm with going, a Meat S'more. I'm going to smoke meats more often. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Is that like something out of uh, uh, Sandlot? Sweeney Todd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Meat so, s'mores instead of meat pies. So, <laughs> so you I take your been... pork steak, you smack <laughs> some brisket, <laughs> add a little pulled pork, and then you smash it. Roger, remember how Alex was saying how just made fun of he feels by you all the time. Exactly. This is what's happening right now. It is. This is Fair how enough. you've made Alex feel for the last 29 years of his life. <laughs> Good God. Sorry, I didn't know we dated back that, that far, Alex. All right, let's continue on. <laughs> so, I don't even know what to say anymore. Smoking meats. As a... Uh, in the culinary field, as I, I am in, I've done a lot of smoking, but more... Uh, a lot more controlled... I didn't, you know, you can set temps to how you want it. You're not worried about outside temperatures. You're not worried about wind. You're not worried about, you know, your charcoal. You're not worried about anything. It's just set it for this, put it for however long you want. I mean, you can keep it at the same temp once it's done. Like, it can just run and just keep that same temp. So, you know, I've done a lot of smoking, and I understand the concept of it and, you know, how it works, but I haven't done that much as far as, like, you know, like on the grill, so... That's been something that I, I've done more this year, you know, really trying to, you know, learn more about controlling temps and what kind of woods pair with uh, what kind of meats and, you know, what makes sense with temperatures, with wind, hot outside, cold outside. So that that's something that I've uh, dive, uh, dove into more this year. I think that. I think all three, four of us. I, I know, Guy, you've done a little bit of smoking. I think that's something we've all kind of dived into. I think yeah. that's, like Alex, you said at the very beginning when we started 2018, that was going to be your goal, was to learn more smoking. I think that's really cool how, if you think of where we all started this year oh, to where we're at now, mm. we've all grown so much. Yeah. And it's so cool to see, you know, that. I can't wait to see what the future holds for us. And taste. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's geez. been delicious. Um, My number three. And it was really hard to choose my top three. Like, like we said when we be, when we began this, like the top five was hard to choose. But from three to one for me, all of these could have been number ones. Like, that's just how awesome I felt this year was. But my number three is Alex was our interview was still six thirty. 
with Andrew and Andrea and Dave and all them. That, um, that interview and getting to know Andrew and Andrea and Dave has just grown so much. I mean, I, I they are three amazing people. Um, the things that are coming out are still 630. I know we talk about them all the time, but they're just incredible stuff. Um, I enjoy calling Andrew and Andrea and Dave my friend. I mean, they have opened my palate up to so many amazing things. I mean, would I have ever thought that I would have gotten to sit down and drink 11 different Buffalo Traces in one night? No, there is no way. Um, to think, to go back to the, you know, Black Friday, I got to go try a bunch of different whiskeys down at the distillery. Like, it was just awesome. Uh, it was truly a a friendship that I enjoy having, and I think it's led to some amazing things, and I can't wait to see what 2019 leads to with them because they are three amazing people. So that's my number three. And like I said, it could be a number one. Yeah. So let's let's move on. Guy, you're number two. Mm, my number two. Let's see. So my, my number two and my number one were a tie. Uh, and I'll get into why I picked number one to be number one when I get there. But my number two was uh, – <clears throat> was my I got a bottle when I got married. I got married in May, so uh, that was if that could be on my list, that would be up there. <laughs> um, but it's not. But it's not uh, beer, bourbon, and barbecue related. So uh, I got a bottle of Redbreast 15 year from um, a couple from my prior boss and uh, some coworkers, and it was like. You know, I was laying on the couch, and my wife was opening up all these wedding presents, and I was, like, watching TV. I was like, oh, okay, cool, another oven minute. Nice, like, more dishes. Neat. Then she's like, guy, guy, look. And I look over, and she's, like, holding this bottle of Red Breast 15, and I was like, holy shit. What is, like, what is that? And to date, that is one of, that's probably the best whiskey that I've ever had across the board. There's very few that I would give that label to, like across the board, it's the best. Um, dude, the Redbreast 15 is one of my favorite whiskeys of all time. That and was I, really good. And I own a bottle of it. It's uh, it doesn't have a whole lot left, so I'm gonna I'm I might drink a little bit out on New Year's. Did you fresh Maybe. crack that? I did for us here. I did. I th- uh, actually, I don't know or if I did that. You one maybe year. had one pour of it, and I think you brought it over. I brought that bottle over. We definitely have tried some good. on the air here, and it was. I mean, that's a hard bottle to find, and it's very. It's it's pretty expensive. I know a store that has a bottle. And really? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk after this. We'll talk because I uh, I would like another another bottle of it. <laughs> That's actually one of the few bottles that, um, one of two bottles that I own that I want to get made into a lamp by the Restillery, actually. So, great company there. That's shout out idea. to Davin. Yeah, you're the man. Boom. I love lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> Alex. All right, my number two is going to piggyback off of Rogers' number three, which is smoking stuff, specifically meats, and more specifically, uh, smoking pork ribs. 
um, spare ribs, uh, baby back ribs. It's of all the things that I've smoked this year, it's the thing I've done the most and I've experimented the most with. Um, skin off, dry rub, sauce. I've, I've done a lot of different things with them, partially just because they're a little easier to come by for me. Um, and they're just quicker to cook. We had a couple of cookouts over the summer, and they're they're good. Um, before this year, I've never really cared for ribs. I thought they were just mostly bone with a little bit of meat covered in sauce. Like it was a really expensive way to eat barbecue sauce for me in the past. But after trying some of my own, I love it. They're so good. Um, Hopefully get to do a little bit more of that this year, but just the process of trying different woods and, and processes um, has been a lot of fun, and what eating did, them has been more fun. What was one of your favorite ways of doing it? My favorite way, which, so I, I've talked about this a lot before, but when I started this year, I focused mostly on uh, barbecuing in the Texas style, which is dry rub, heavy salt and pepper, Um after I did that a couple times, I wanted to try something new. So the latest way that I did it, it was a little bit ago, was I added a, a light sauce. It wasn't very heavy. I, I um, watered it down a bit with um, some vinegar. But I added some sauce a couple hours into the smoke. And the way that caramelized on there, it was, it was amazing. Because it had the dry rub smoke flavor because I didn't have it from the beginning. Um, it, it just added so much depth to it. It was really good. It sounds good. I wish you'd have brought us some. Maybe I will. Ooh. Next episode. So. Roger, what was your number two? Are we on two? Is that yes. what we're on? Yep. Two. So my number two is, I actually think this was on Alex's birthday. When we went to Sugar Fire, I had a sandwich. And it was summer sausage, American cheese, bacon, burnt ends. Ooh. And oh, the man. bun was a donut. I do remember that. Do you remember that? Kevin? I do remember that. And it was so delicious. And that was the night we got you really into whiskey. Yes. Also, side note. Yes, that was <laughs> my introduction to whiskey. So, bam. But that sandwich was delicious. And I had it with uh, the side was a chicken casserole, mm. which is also very delicious. And I really can't say too much more about it except that it was damn good. And I think about it often. <laughs> so that, that's my number two. Yeah, you yeah. are a chef. You can recreate that. You I do realize can. that. I can do that. Oh, we need to do that. We should. It was delicious. When are we going to have a night where Roger cooks for us? 2019 goals. Let's do it, man. So my number two um, is, again, a person. Um, I know I had the Still 630 crew and all that. But this person has gone above and beyond in the kindness of sharing whiskey and sharing his whiskey knowledge. Um, anybody want to take a guess? Whiskey Blake. Blake, Blake. Whiskey Blake. Blake. Yep. Blake, Blake Rooney has surpassed any kindness that you could uh, you could expect, you know, to get from someone. I mean. The bottle of Elmer T. Lee he sent us was, like, the first kind of thing he's ever done. And right. then he's... For starters, which is such a huge yeah, like, bar to set. Yeah, and then he just has surpassed that greatly. Like, with the samples he sends us, with everything else. I mean... 
and very encouraging about the show. I mean, yeah. Great, great guy. Sits down, he'll talk with me every couple months about, you know, like, what's he like in the show? What's some changes we need to make? You know, what do we, you know, just an incredible guy. Um, former St. Louisan, so I get to talk baseball with him all the time. I love doing that. Um, so I would highly recommend, if you don't follow Whiskey Blake, Sparty, you need to do that. Definitely follow him. Sure. Um, fantastic guy. So... He is the number two. I mean, he could be number one, um, but just an amazing guy. I'm um, excited for your number one. You've had some good picks. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, is, this has been tough. Like I said, my top three could all be number ones. So, Blake, we just want to say thank you very much. I know all four of us have – you've somehow made all four of us more amazing drinkers and all that kind of stuff. Um, the amount of stuff that you've given us is – incredible i know you're listening to this because uh, i told you you needed to listen to this episode <laughs> to make sure but we just want to say thank you very much and uh wish you a happy new year my friend so yes, we've reached the point so for our number ones why don't we we'll go around we'll say our number ones and then when we get done with our number ones we'll tell you what is our goal for 2019 so scotch guy what is your number one thing for 2018 So I, my origins are in scotch. I love scotch. Um, I would say that I'm getting into what, getting to the point where I'm, I care more about like finding rare bottles of scotch and collecting them and drinking other whiskeys. And there's a, there's a few scotches that I'll just probably always have, um, you know, above any 14, Glenlivet 15, um, you know, stuff that's relatively affordable, that's not super rare, that's, you know, it's readily available. Um, and then, you know, like Laforg 10. Uh, but then, like, along with this, uh, you know, we were talking about whiskey hunting. Um, this year, I got back from my honeymoon. Actually, a, a month or two before my honeymoon, before my wedding, I was uh, I was at a one of my favorite sa- sandwich spots spots in st louis it's a small mom and pop like grocery store and it's like a deli um they have really good meat and uh like good like other cooked food but they have some of the best i i think that they have the best sandwich in st louis um it's up there for me and they have it's something called the monte i go there and get it and i they have not a great selection of whiskey uh or like whiskey and whiskey liquors anything or, or even beer, but they have a pretty big wine selection if you're into wines. I personally am not, but they have a lot of wine. And I was there, and uh, and I look at the f- shelf, and they have one bottle of Laphroaig 18. Um, and that, you if, you've, if you're a listener, you've heard me talk about it before. That's It's kind of a unicorn. Like, they stopped barreling it in 2016. And so you can't find it anymore. They replaced it with the fifth with Laphroaig fifteen, and uh, and so I bought it for about seventy dollars under market value, just because that's what it was there for. And it's one of my favorite whiskeys. And if any of you have a bottle or know of any uh, that are for sale, please message Kevin immediately and tag me at Danger Guy because I will probably buy it. Um, 
it was it's just a really cool bottle, really special to me. Um, yeah, so that is my number one of 2018 is my Lafroig 18. Wow, I didn't realize. That's my very fa- clever. That's my beautiful. favorite of 18 is uh, my Lafroig 18. Wow. So. It's yeah. almost like you did that on purpose. Touching. I didn't even think about it. It's just one of my favorite bottles ever. Also, that's my second bottle that I will definitely get turned into a lamp by the Restillery. Because it's so rare, you cannot find it anywhere. If only I knew somebody who worked there. I know, that would be insane. You should definitely check out the Restillery. www.restillery.com It'll be a sad day, though. Was it? Is it Gavin? Yeah, Gavin. Davin? Yes. It'll be a sad day, Davin, when I send you that bottle, because that means it will be empty. But you'll have a beautiful lamp. But I'll have a beautiful lamp. That's true. All right, Alex, what is your top pick of 2018? All right, my top pick was easy, because it was a dream come true. I finally got to try Eagle Rare 17. And it was the 2017 version. We should say that. It was. Yes. Yes. Okay. Eagle Rare, 17, from 2017. Um, samples sent to us by another great friend that we've gotten to know since starting the show is Bourbon Fella. Is it Bourbon underscore Fella? Just Bourbon Fella. Bourbon Fella. Um, Mike. Mike. Mike Bourbon Fella sent us a couple of incredible samples, very generous, and all of them very good. But I was especially looking forward to the Eagle Rare 17 because Eagle Rare has been and is still is my favorite bottle of bourbon. Highly recommend it. And wanted to try the 17 since I've heard of it, one of the B-Tacks. And I just kind of assumed that the hype was too much, that it would be good, but, you know, just just fine. And we tried it, and it, it surpassed my expectations. And that's probably just me fanboying, but I loved it. It was delicious. It was amazing. It was incredible. Everything that's good about Eagle Rare, it did it better. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just better. And I've heard this year's Eagle Rare is even better. Better than better? Better than better. Damn. I think it's 101 proof this year's. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember the details on the other one, but that sounds high for Eagle Rare. It is. What's re- what's regular Eagle Rare? Uh, like nine, low 90s. Low 90 90s, proof, right? I think. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll have to. But it's just, it was incredible. The sample was great. Very appreciative. Um, I'm definitely like if I I will get a chance. One of my life goals may not be next year's goal, but life goal is to get at least one of those bottles for myself and share it and share it. I was actually going to say that and share it. And so people can enjoy that wealth. Eagle rare is 90 proof. Really? Yes. Yeah. So definitely the highlight of the year. Delicious bourbon. It was incredible. I mean, I remember when I opened up that package that he sent me and it was there. I was like, no way. Like, this is just, it was delicious. All right, Roger, what was your number one pick of 2018? So my number one pick of 2018 is Rye Whiskies. I was uh, very shocked by how much I enjoyed them. I kind of just assumed that they would be hot and spicy and just would be too much for me. Because, you know, I tend to like sweeter, smoother uh, whiskey. So I was just, uh, you know, we had a, a rye night here with Kevin, and he kind of opened my eyes to to rye whiskey, and it's just really good. Like, it 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 has a 
a heat and a, a spice to it, but it, it kind of mellows out, you know, if you get some good rye whiskey. And a uh, shout-out to Still 630, their Double Barrel Rally Point. Man, it is delicious. And it uh, it's 120 proof, and you get some heat, but it mellows out and just has this nice, like, dark sugar, like, toffee or, you know, like we like to talk about a lot, the, the creme brulee, that caramelized sugar. And it is just some really good stuff. I'm just blown away with how much I've actually enjoyed rye whiskeys. And, uh, but yeah, that, that rally, the rally point, the regular rally point and that double barrel from still 630 are some damn good bottles. And, was, uh, you brought a bottle for us to try tonight. And yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, it's, but, it's sweet. Yeah. It's liquid gold. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. Um, and to think that they're local here in St. Louis. I know. Alex, you remember when we did the rye whiskeys with Nate? And that rally point rye beat out the Willet three year and was really high up on that. Uh, yeah, we we ranked that second. Yeah, that was yeah, number two. That, yeah. The Willet and then the Willet four year. Yeah, and that I mean that was their regular rally point, which is what two years old. Yeah, because they have a five year version that I haven't gotten. The to five try. year is incredible. I mean, I still have a bottle of the two year in my cabinet that I'm saving because it's almost out. It's 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 great. Like again, I'm, if I only knew someone, right? Yeah. Um, my number one of 2018, and like I said, I mean, I keep saying it over and over again, my top three could all be number ones, but my number one was the whiskey nights we have. I think that is my favorite thing we started in 2018. Um, even if we didn't record a podcast while doing it, like just to hang out with you guys and drink whiskey and try different whiskeys and expose you to something that's new um because the last two spoiler again i have not done well in but there's something so unique and different about everything that i get i love sharing that with you guys and i love seeing what you guys have done as well what you're coming up to i mean roger seeing you grow in in whiskey and all that kind of stuff it's so cool to see you know how i know like when alex and i we started this we kind of were on the same path and all that kind of stuff. And now to kind of go back and see you kind of start it, it's kind of re-excited me to try new whiskeys, to go back and try those first whiskeys that I, yeah. you know, wanted to try. Guy to put you out of a comfort zone of scotch yeah, and give you shit about enjoying scotch while doing it. <laughs> I just love it. I mean, Lucas was here again. It was good to see him again. I don't get to see enough of him. Um, it was just a fun time to hang out with you guys and just drink. I mean, Alex, I get to drink with you all the time, but it was just something different that you and I don't get to do. And, you know, I, I really appreciated it. So that was my number one for 2018. And I don't mean to seem sappy about this or try to kiss your asses or anything like that, because really, if anything, you should all be kissing my ass because of the whiskey <laughs> I give you. Just stop crying. But, okay. <laughs> um, but they're not tears of sadness. They're tears of joy. Uh, <laughs> But I really enjoy hanging out with you guys doing that. Um, you guys make this all worth it. So thank you very much. Cheers to you guys. Cheers, Cheers to a great year. 2018 yes. has been one hell of a year. It has. <laughs> yes, it's very good. Um, so I think the best way to end our review of 2018 is to say, what are we looking for in 2019? Uh, my goal for 2019 is 
actually to I want to expand my uh, my bourbon collection. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that I've been uh, as far as scotches go, I've been kind of um, kind of appreciating a collector. I know what I really like and I know what I don't like in scotches, and so I'm trying to dive more into bourbons and figuring out okay, what do I like? Like Bullet is a is a bourbon that I just I cannot stand. I think it's disgusting. There's a lot of people that can't stand it. Yeah, I, I, but I, I want to know what I don't like about it so that I can find out what I do like, you know? Like, what do I really like about Stag Jr. Ver- and, and then Blanton's and uh, Woodford Reserve. So I think uh, my goal for 2019 is to, uh, is to find a bourbon, to find more bourbons that I really like, uh, more... Um, nicer and and cheap end bourbons that I can just enjoy to just keep on my shelf. Um, and also, my goal is to have um, one or two like really really good pours of scotch. I mean, like a like rare, really hard to find pours of scotch. I would love. Or I, I would like to try Pappy in 2019, but I would really like to p- try a pour of uh, like over 21 year old Scotch because for, anyway, Rogers making fun of me. Anyway, um, uh, it's it seems like it's it's more difficult to find stuff that's above that threshold. So that's my that's my goal for 2019. Alex, what is your goal of 2019? So the last couple of months, I've I've tried to I've I've always enjoyed cooking, but I've really picked up the hobby of trying to cook more things, as from scratch as possible, experimenting with more things. And so what I really want it, it's been a ton of fun. You all should try cooking from home. Find some recipes. There's a lot of great YouTube personalities that that teach you and make it fun, and it. It just tastes so much better. Like good home cooked food is is amazing. Um, so what I really want to do this year is start learning pairings. So if I make good food, what's a good beer to go with it? What's a good bourbon to go with it? Or any whiskey really? Definitely not wine, because who cares? But beer, bourbon, whiskey. I want to start combining those flavors. Um, seeing what that can add to the meal experience um, and and cooking with it too. I've tried a little bit cooking with bourbon, cooking with beer. I'm not great at it yet, but something else to learn for this year. So I'm sure it's something we'll be trying on the show because if there's something we don't do enough on the show, it's eat. So we're going to eat We can more. always do more eating. We're going to eat more. We're going to drink more. We're going to do it at the same time. And it's going to be spectacular roger what's your goal so my goal for 2019 is to one save a lot of money early and then make my number five from 2018 my number one from 2019 and do some more hunting try to find some uh some cool bottles and uh just kind of get more into that and like seeing you know what what the process is like i said for store picks and stuff like that and, and really also to start uh networking 
you know, a little bit more this this upcoming year and kind of get to know these great people that uh, that we talk about and kind of just really, you know, more of a hands-on. You know, obviously you enjoy drinking the whiskey, but sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, the most fun is actually getting them and, and you know, trying to pick these, these gems out and, and just trying to get something really nice. So that's that's my goal for 2019. I think the most fun, too, is just enjoying it with the people, you know, enjoying a, a bottle with your friends. I think that's the best thing, um, which was kind of my number one. I mean, I yeah. think that's, that's the best thing for that I did in 2018 was share liquor with you guys. So um, my 2019 goal, um, I've kind of got – three of them but they're short if you'll indulge me because you know i just break the rules because i do what i want um every episode hey you know um i want to brew my own beer i want to do a brisket and i would like to distill something Ooh, interesting that's a hefty goal right now on craigslist there's a, a miniature copper pot still for like four hundred bucks. I know a guy that already has one. Okay. Ooh. I just and that's all I... I'm gonna leave it at there. Um. Because I haven't even talked to this guy about possibly doing something yet. <laughs> Call me. Um. But. That's my goal. I want to brew my own beer, do a brisket. And distill something. That's funny because the your first two, the beer and the brisket, are two that I actually thought about making my goals for the year. Yeah, me too. So I will help you on your journey. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Yes. You know, guys, 2018 has been a hell of a year. Um, if I think about it, I went back through my entire Instagram feed. I went back through all of our archives of our podcast. It's been crazy, and I appreciate sharing it with you guys. Um, can't wait to see what 2019 holds. Uh, we'll be here. We'll be putting out episodes. Um, you can check us out, like always, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. Make sure you rate and review us um, and share our podcast. I mean, that's what we, w- we would ask of you as our listener. Um, and like we claim, we're, we're not the experts, but we're just a group of guys that want to do some learning about beer bourbon and barbecue so i think all th- four of us have said the community for beer bourbon barbecue is incredible um and the way we kind of connect is through instagram so you guys want to just throw out your instagram handles and connect with people that way so scotch guy my instagram is danger with two r's underscore guy what's your other one as well my other one is for my band, which is called On a Night Hike, which is On a Night Hike. It's all one word, all lowercase. Um, we're doing, we're currently doing one single a month until May. So we start in October. So there'll be eight singles total. Um, yeah, so you can look for us every month. We'll have a song for you. And uh, yeah, have some big news coming for you this fall. That's exciting. Alex? I'm at the dot Alex dot experiment. See what I'm doing. Like I said, a lot of it's been cooking lately, and hopefully a lot more to come. Roger. I am Roger underscore Bentley underscore B-I-B. That's a new addition. It is. I did change it up. Cool. 
And I am Kevin. You can find me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Uh, check us out there. We love connecting with people there. Um, share what you're drinking. You can also find us on Facebook. Search Sawstone Beer Bourbon Barbecue. We're there as well. Um, seeing that page grow has just been incredible. I think we're over 100 and something people that are following our page. Um, it's just been awesome. So, gentlemen, thanks for sharing 2018 with me. Thanks for sharing it with our listeners. Absolutely. Can't wait to see what 2019 holds for us. Um, So on that note, we'll say cheers to you, and we hope you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.